I'm Amber Peterson, and you're listening to Mamas and Money, episode 57, Reactor or Creator? How do you see yourself? Did you know that creating confidence with your money will change your life? My name is Amber Peterson. I'm a mother, licensed financial professional, and a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And if you're ready, let's take this journey together. I am just so excited to have you be here today. So welcome, everybody. And I have my dear, sweet friend, Lee, with me today. And she is phenomenal, as you will see over the next little bit as we chat and have a great time together. I want to introduce Lee to each of you. So Lee Smith is a life speaker performance consultant with Upcycle Coaching. She guides entrepreneurs and coaches who want to use speaking to grow their business but struggle with their own amazingness. And all of you have amazingness in you. She teaches them how to stand in their power so they can shine with dynamic presence, certainty, and confidence. She is the creator of the Candy Method for speaking confidently. So even if you don't have a business, this is so important to get our messages out because we each have a message to share. She is also the show host of Upcycle Your Life here on Win Win Women. Lee is a four-time best-selling author and award-winning international speaker, certified life coach, and certified NLP master practitioner and timeline therapy practitioner. In addition to her passion for speaking and high performance, Lee is a wife and mother of two amazing kiddos, and she loves coffee, cooking, and getting outdoors for walks hikes and snowshoeing. Oh my gosh, Lee, you're amazing. <laughs> I am so glad you were here today. Oh, I'm so glad I'm here today too. So fun to be with you, Amber. Yes. And we had the amazing opportunity this summer actually to be together in person, which was awesome at a win-win women retreat. And that was just, I am so grateful I was able to connect with you. Yes. Likewise. Likewise. It was so fun to have that intimate setting and get to know each, each of the individual amazing women and then the individual gifts that we get to bring to the community too. So fun. Yes. I, it always amazes me. And I feel so grateful and humbled to meet women that are truly just making a difference and want to make the world a better place. And when you get groups of women together and they're discussing that and saying, how can we best use our talents and gifts to serve? It's, it's incredible. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> completely unstoppable when we collaborate. It's completely different from a competitive vibe in our yes. environment. But when we are linking arms instead of pulling each other down, we're all pulling each other up. It mm. does make the world a better place. And I'm glad to be part of it. Yes. Yeah, so great, hon. Okay. So today I am loving our topic. So I'm so excited to just dive right in. Uh, reactor or creator? How do you see yourself? And I think this plays so well into, I mean, all aspects of life, but especially with money, it's so easy to react to the situations that happen instead of maybe taking the opposite view of saying, what do I want to create in my life? So I'd love to get more perspective from you on how you see reactor versus creator. Thank you. So grateful to share this story. And, and I share the story because I lived this story. If I can, if I can take us back to December, 2016, I was in Hawaii on holiday with my family and that was with my husband. We were married 15 years at that time. 
our our son he was already out of the house but he was having the holiday with us with his girlfriend and then our young teenage daughter at the time it was our first time for everybody going to Hawaii we spent 23 days across four different islands and it was a manifestation and it was phenomenal now you know anything about Hawaii, even if you've never been there before, you know it's a paradise. It is is, is beautiful. And it's, I, I remember, and the most incredible sunsets. And here I was, you know, it's December, it's family time, it's the magic of Christmas, and we're on this beautiful island, and we're watching so many sunsets. And there was this one particular sunset and I'm, I'm watching the golden orb and it's setting on the sapphire horizon and the, the breeze is just gently caressing our, our faces and the, the waves lapping at our feet and and my husband's up front and he's got the camera almost like Pinocchio <laughs> coming out of his nose trying to capture just the perfect light and yeah. my daughter's cradled in my arms and my, my stepson and his girlfriend are off to the side having their their little romantic moment and I remember thinking wow Three, oh yeah, three weeks, four islands. Most people don't even get to come to the one island even once in their lifetime. And then I recognized I was only thinking those thoughts. I wasn't feeling that moment. And when I recognized I wasn't feeling that moment, I thought, what is going on? Who am I right now? And Amber, it was in that moment that I became aware that I had been in a depression. And after much later reflection, I realized I have been in that depression for over two years and I won't get into how I got there, but I, once I recognized that awareness, it was, wait, I don't want to be here anymore. This is not the feeling I want for my life. I want to be fully alive and I want to be fully appreciating. This is in high school. I was known as living, loving, laughing Lee. I know it's the longest nickname in the world, but (laughs) who I was. I'm like, that's who I am, but that's not who I am in this moment. And I thought, okay, well, so now what? And I thought, well, there's a new year coming around the corner. And there was a question that landed in my space. And that question was, well, Lee, (laughs) what does make you happy? And when I recognized that I was clueless, wow. I'm curious about you and and the audience here. Do you know what makes you happy? I have found, and I've learned from Dean Graziosi, who's a master salesman, and, I, and I've, I've, I've learned from my own experience. If you ask a lot of people, do you know what makes you happy? They will tell you what doesn't make them happy. <laughs> yes. Yes. In touch with that, what really makes you happy? Because what makes you happy is what's going to help you come alive. And it was in this process of there's a new year coming around the corner and I don't care how selfish it seems to anybody else. I am going on a quest to figure out what makes me happy. And it was in that quest. It took me three to six months to come out of it and figure out laughter is what makes me happy when I can't laugh. And I am not, I am not a jokester. I'm not, I'm horrible at telling jokes. Um, And I just, but I love being able to laugh and Mm -hmm. my journey began sitting on the corner of the couch because I was still in that state of depression. And so I was on the corner of the couch watching reruns of Friends because mm-hmm. that's calm. And no matter how many times I know the lines and the scenes and everything, it would make me laugh. And then there was a local comedy troupe who put on an improv show the first three months of the year. So almost every weekend I was front and center getting my, working out my sides with the laughing, <laughs> working out my cheeks with the laughing. 
And then I was networking within the community and I knew the people who had an amazing sense of humor. And I thought, oh, if I just get in their energy, maybe some of that will rub off on me. And, and that is what happened. Eventually, this was no overnight. Oh, I'm a little better. It was <laughs> diligent work. Yeah. Through. And then through that, I thought, well, what do I want to, what do I, what do I want to do now? Because there was a moment where joy broke through my heart, all the darkness of that depression and all the mess that was going on in my life at the time. And the joy kind of creeped up and it came into my ear and whispered, now that I'm here, what do you want to do with me? And right behind that question was this little girl's laughter. And that little girl, it was me at eight years old going, remember public speaking? Remember how we loved that? Remember that feeling we get from that? Let's go chase that feeling. And I thought, holy smokes. Yes. I stuck a pin in that dream because I, at the time I was fulfilling my other dream, which was being a stay-at-home mom and raising my amazing daughter. And the reality was, oh, she's leaving the house in a couple of years. Ah. So now what do I do with myself? And then <laughs> it was like, oh, well, let's let my inner child come out. And what I learned in that process, Amber, as I was healing myself, rediscovering who I really am. And in, and instead of listening to what my husband thinks makes me happy or what society thinks yes. makes me happy, into the truth of what makes me happy, I came up with this reactor creator concept. And I have a visual to share with you in the audience. Yes. Oh, so good. And so I looked at the reactor and, and friends, this comes from learning from the greats like Tony Robbins and Brendan Burchard about how uh, even for, um, oh, bother his last name, man's search for meaning, Victor. Oh, Victor oh, Frankel. I just read you. his book. Yeah. Yes, Victor Frankel. So when he, when Victor talks about that space in between uh, an incident, uh, the stimulus, the stimulus and we, and the response, we, there's a space in there where we have choice. We get to choose how we respond and we can choose to react. A reactor is someone who doesn't have that awareness and they, they just, they, they do react to whatever is coming at them. And they think that life is happening to them and they don't realize that life is happening for them. And really all they can do is see themselves like this letter C here stuck in the middle of all the things. And they're busy putting out fire after fire after fire. They're living by circumstance and by convenience. And we know life is not convenient. If only it were so but it's not. And then what I had to do as a reactor to all the things that led to my depression, I had to take myself out and I had to see myself mm. or who I am uh -huh. answer that question. Well, Lee, what does make you happy and answer that for myself. And then when I could see myself first, then I could see what makes What's important to me? What are my values? What, what is the most important thing for me to accomplish, to achieve, to make my day? And when we see ourselves first and align those priorities, what really matters to us, we do again, we do then get to create the day, the week, the year, mm. the life that we really want. We get to make those money choices instead of reacting to an impulse buying or downward spiraling into debt. Mm -hmm. uh, we get to create budget. We get to create <laughs> money is abundance. Yes. And if we've been, I, I was raised in a scarcity mindset. 
of money is hard. Money doesn't grow on trees. You you have to put in blood, sweat, and tears to, before you get money in the bank. And it's like, wait, what? Really? This is what life is? No. You can <laughs> yeah. live in abundance. Yeah. And when I share and contribute my gifts, there's an energetic signature of gratitude that comes back to me in the form of money. So now I get to create that abundance. I get to create that lifestyle. I get to create that money into my bank account and then be a steward of that where then I can create other opportunities where I can help other people, whether it's a, a cause or a family situation or a friend mm -hmm. who I have a dear friend right now, big prayers out to him. He's had a massive stroke oh, and God. there is, and, and I, it's still unclear whether he's going to come through it or not. So there's massive medical bills and it's wow. like, okay, as a community, well, now I can create you know, some help, some assistance in that direction and helping with uh, some of those medical bill relief. And if I'm just reacting all the time, I'm just going to be spinning my wheels yeah. going, where's the next dollar going to come from? Or we may not think of that. We might think, where's the next meal? Where's, where's the next rent payment or the next mortgage payment? Or we, we start to stress ourselves out and, and which puts yeah. even more reaction. But if we can take ourselves out, it takes a a mindful effort, whether it's journaling or having a day to yourself where you're away from all the noise and distractions and sitting with yourself and thinking, how does money play in my life? How do I want money? To, what does money mean to me? And what do I want to make money mean? And how do I want that to manifest in my life? And really think about that and even allow yourself to dream. Well, okay, if I had all of the money in the world, what would I do? Who would I be with it? And putting that together. And then from there, become the creator, stepping into that of like, well, I mm -hmm. want to create this more abundant opportunity. I want to create this flowing of revenue, or maybe this, this create this opportunity. If you're working for someone, this raise for myself, because I'm bringing so much value to the company. Well, then they can give me that energetic signature of gratitude through a raise or, you know, a promotion where there's, where there is more and just continuing in that abundance. So then this is an identity thing. And Amber, we can't outperform our identity and the identity. It sits in our unconscious mind, which runs 95% of our decisions. Yes. <laughs> so how do we go from conscious into that unconscious? It's really taking that mindfulness and really the best way to do it is journaling. Just let yourself write whatever. Don't think about, oh, is this, is my grammar? Is my punctuate? No, just let your thoughts come out and not even pay attention to what's coming out as you're writing. Just write until you can't write anymore. And then take a day away from it and then come back and read what you wrote and your unconscious will come through. It's almost reading between the lines of yourself and you go, oh, this is what's really going on inside of me. This is who I'm showing up as. Oh, I see where I'm showing up as a reactor. Okay, how do I make that change into the creator? It, it is becoming mindful of this is what I desire. And we can use the word desire versus want because want is in that place of lacking. If we say mm. desire, it keeps us in that place of abundance. And so I desire more money in my life. I desire more ease and flow in my life. I desire an opportunity where I can be my true self being able to look at that. And then I desire to do this and being able to create a plan from that and just taking one piece 
one piece because maybe in that journal you did dream a massive dream and that's fantastic yes. but to keep yourself from the overwhelm just take one little piece that you can put into action right here right now to help start that creation and you'll get into a momentum and see bigger and better things happen in what 2016 that was seven years ago I feel like a completely different person than who I was yeah. that day on the beach watching that sunset so I hope that is helpful to you and and the audience and it's it's looking at well who am I being in this moment am I being a reactor or am I being a creator and if you notice that you're being a reactor just take a breath I release being a reactor and I choose to be a creator and then you take that next step Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. My mind's just spinning. I'm like, I want to ask her this and this and this, you know, <laughs> because I think this is such amazing information that I don't think we're really given a lot unless we seek it out, right? Most of the time when we are taught, it's easier to teach to be reactionary. You know, if something comes into your life, then you've got to deal with it and solve the problem. Um, at least that's what I've noticed for my own upbringing is that it's more, how do we take care of the problems? you know, try to prepare so there isn't as many down the road, but not necessarily thinking about what do you want to create? Who do you want to be? What's the life you want to have? And to really put ourselves in the driver's seat of saying, you can do that. You know, exactly. that's possible. And I think you brought up something so, so important that we've talked about here too, is that awareness of what we think and believe about money. Um, so often, and, and I don't want to forget this, that you also said, what do you want? Because I really do think that the majority, I mean, there's not all of us, but there's a majority of us that are like, I don't know what I want. <laughs> I don't know what I want, maybe outside of my family or outside of my relationship with a spouse or partner. I just, I'm kind of going through what I think we all want together. And so I love that you asked that question too, of you know, what do we desire? What do we want it to look like? I mean, just sitting with that for a little bit and really discovering just like you did, um, you know, for you and discovering what do I want? What do I value? What is meaningful to me? Yes, exactly. And I, I think of it, if there, there's a movie starring Richard Gere and Julia Roberts, it's not pretty woman. <laughs> it's <laughs> runaway bride. And what I love about Runaway Bride is that Julia Roberts' character, she is the runaway bride. She she finds these men and, and, and she's wanting to get married, but then she runs away. But each time in each of those relationships, there's something about eggs and how do they like their eggs? And she has <laughs> her eggs. However, the partner likes his eggs. Oh, and there's yeah. a point where she had to ask herself, wait, how do I like my eggs? And that's very similar to, do you know what makes you happy? And ladies, my goodness, it's mamas and money, right? We're mamas, <laughs> we're taking care of these little ones. And we're thinking, okay, if I can just get the laundry done, or just if I can get the dishes, so they're no longer piling the sink and get these kids to not fight with each other. And, and if they would just, if they would just pick up their toys just once, <laughs> right? we're busy running around. Where is that opportunity to even think about money or even to think about ourselves? Right. And yet it, it is so essential first and foremost, the self-care and, and we'll save that topic for another day and there's <laughs> yeah. with that. And I can go on on about that because I'm truly passionate about it. The self-care is so important and there does need to be a moment. Maybe it's one day out of the month and you can think of it as 
when is your birthday? It's a particular date, right? Mine is the 15th of the month. So maybe it's the 15th of the month is the day I choose. This is a day for me where I'm going to take one hour for myself and think about, well, how do I want money to show up in my life? Or any other questions that you want to ask yourself mm-hmm. and take that moment where you can do that. But that can be one particular day that you're like, well, yeah, why not think about money on my birthday and have that birthday each month. Think about, ah, oh, this, is, this is what I want. And taking that time out for yourself, because first of all, you're worth it. You deserve it. And you'll mm-hmm. be and <clears throat> so much more when you do that for, for yourself. Oh, so good. And I'd like to maybe focus on a little bit because what I see sometimes is that women who think, well, if I'm thinking about what I want and setting time aside for myself to figure things out, that they might feel self-indulgent or that somehow they're taking away from what they're creating with their spouse or for their families. And I would love for you to speak on that a little bit, especially as it you know, relates to reaction and creation and how, you know, you know, what are your thoughts about that? If they're thinking, well, if I take time for myself, if I'm doing this, this is somehow not going to be as beneficial for my family. Yeah, that's a great question. And I definitely understand that feeling. My kids are are growing out of the house now. Yes. But being that stay at home mom and I had an well, she's still highly intelligent, a very highly intelligent <laughs> child. And so having that mindful stimulation, she was my world. She was, she was my everything. And, and then my, my son, he's, he's actually my stepson. We had him two weeks on two weeks off. And so having blended family dynamics, which mm-hmm. made me, um, you are encountering and then raising my daughter, being in the stay-at-home mom and all the different opposing pressures that came with that too. And then wanting to be that heart and the center of the family, be the best wife, be the best mom that I can possibly be. So I had these expectations on myself. So yes, where is that space to wait? Where, where do I have that moment for myself? And truthfully, I did not make that conscious effort until I was dealing, uh, pulling myself out of that depression. So we're talking years into this journey that I was just pouring and giving and not mindfully taking care of myself. How did I down spiral into that depression? Because I kept giving to others. And I I got to the point of giving to others out of fumes, out of this empty, there was nothing there. I thought Mm -hmm. there was, but there really was nothing there. And with that nothing to give, and and there was nothing filling me up Mm -hmm. in any type of reciprocation, where the depression happened that can show up in burnout that that can show up in in anxiety and 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 ladies if I can help you prevent that absolutely so the first thing is if we are thinking that oh it's self-indulgent oh this I'm going to going to feel guilty I'm taking away from my family that in and of itself is a reaction so good if you want to create yourself as the best woman, as the best wife, as the best mother, then recognize that in order to do that, what is necessary, necessary, it is essential that if you don't, that's self-indulgent because then you're, you're, you're not filling yourself up to be able to continue to give. 
sounds a little counterintuitive and backwards, I know, but it's the reality. We have to find ways to pour into ourselves. And this doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I'm going to have a spa day and, you know, the massage and the manicure and the beautician and and the facials. No. And, 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 you know, (laughs) it's great to be able to experience those. (laughs) That's what we have to do. But it's thinking, how do I want to show up? And taking that time out, because if we let all the ankle biting and, and the mommy, 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 and, and honey, where's this? And all of those types of things Mm -hmm. that are happening in our day to day. That's what happened to me. I got so caught up in the day to day and I was just going through the motions thinking I was showing, thinking I was showing up, but I wasn't being the person Mm. I needed to be to truly show up. So if you really Mm. be the creator it's recognizing, wait, what will it mean for my family when I do show up as my best self? Well, in order to make that happen, I must take this time out. If I don't, then I really am being selfish. And I'm, I'm, I'm laying it out there as, oh, but I'm giving, I'm giving, you're playing a martyr. And that, I know that's not who you are. At the best in the heart of yourself, that is not who you are. So relinquish, release, 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 release those thoughts of, oh, but I'm going to feel guilty, but I'm taking away from my family. No, you are giving to your family by taking that one hour. If it's just one hour, like I said, say on your birthday, one time a month where you're taking one, how many hours are there? (laughs) And one hour to yourself once a month where you can just take that breath and reflect who do I want to be? Who do I want to be showing up? And you can do it in little ways. Maybe it's part of a morning routine when you wake up before all the things start, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Want to feel about my day today? How how do I want to show up? You know, loving my husband or my partner, and and, and loving all my kids today. We're even gentle with the pets, right? Sometimes we can we can take things out on them too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how how can I how can I show up as my best self for them? What do I want that to look like today? And just that one thought, that one moment, and then being in a place, the biggest, biggest way of creating you can do is gratitude. Like make that part of your morning routine, even if it's just one thing, one thing, what am I grateful for today? And if each day it's, it's something different and even better if you can write it out, but if all you do is wake up and you turn off the alarm or it's your kids or a dog or a fur baby that's waking you up. But just in that moment, when you pop open your eyes, you know, oh, what am I grateful for today? Okay, mm. I'm day. And then that once a month, really take that time out for yourself where maybe it's one hour. If you can get half a day, whew, that's a splurge and that's wonderful. And there's <laughs> still no guilt with that. Yeah. And again, guilt, if you feel guilt, that is a reaction. Who says that you have to feel guilty? Who is saying that when you do that? Yes, you must feel guilty. Why? Huh. That's that's a belief. That's a story that you're telling yourself. And that story just isn't true. So create a new story instead of that reactionary one and let that go. And will it happen the moment that you want it to? No, but you'll have to work <laughs> at it because if you told yeah. yourself for how 15 years, I was giving myself to the family. What was I telling myself? You must give, you must give. This is what a mother does. Well, who came up with that? Me? (laughs) Is that story true? No. Well, then what do I want the story to be? Okay, let's go do that. And it took, 
days and months of practicing and really implementing the story that I want to tell myself, I can give my best self when I see myself and pour into myself first. Oh, I love it. I love it so much. And because it really then puts us back in the driver's seat and saying, what do I want? What do I want to create? What's my desire? What I want, what do I see my family dynamic as when I show up is the person I want to be. You know, what is my financial situation going to look like when I show up in this beautiful creative mode of this is what I'm creating with my money. This is what I desire with my money. This is how I want to use my money to, you know, not only benefit your life, but the life of your family, your loved ones. If you mentioned earlier causes that, you know, that when you're abundant and you're creating the money and creating the space of abundance, then you can give to as many things as you want um, to really fulfill what you want your life to look like. And I love that so much. And I think as you were speaking, and I know we're running short on time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that we're already at time. Uh, but that money can be so reactionary. And so things happen in our lives and we, you know, we might have that reaction of guilt from what we're thinking. We might have the reaction of where's the money coming from and where, you know, how am I going to pay this bill? And we, you know, things break or things happen, especially if you're raising kids, right? <laughs> and you're like, what now? You know, this is so hard with money, but all those reactions, have they created what you want? Exactly. And I would say most of us would say, no, that's not exactly what I was wanting. When I decided to have a family, right? <laughs> right. And what we wanted to create when we envisioned what, you know, getting married and having a family would be like. And so I am so gratefully that you have helped us maybe reshape how we look at things so then we can go from being reactionary to, ooh, I get to create what fills me, what helps me become and show up the way I want to, and then to then create the life I want for, for me, my family, and, you know, for our businesses as well. So I love that so much, hon. And I know you are such a powerful influence for good. And there's going to be women that say, I need to work with Lee. So where can they find you? Oh, thank you, Amber. The The best way to find me and to keep it simple is because I'm a fellow win-win women show host. I invite you to come over to my show. It is Upcycle Your Life. It's on the Win-Win Women TV platform, Tuesdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific. And when you go to the show notes, it has all of my, my social media and website information there. And I would love to hear from you. Come, come join the conversation. We we talk about the mindset. I, I do start with the reactor or creator and I talk about different things of how do we fill our cup or how do we look at things in a particular way where it's going to serve us instead of holding us back from our goals or how we see ourselves so that we can show up as, as the best version. And and if, uh, if there are any of you, because yes, my show is really focused on the mindset and career-wise, I am a speaker performance consultant. I am so passionate about public speaking and helping others get their story and their message out. And if this is okay. you, I do have a couple of show episodes where I do touch on speaking, but it's upcycling your life and making the better version of yourself is, is such a heart of, of the message I personally take out into the world. But if there's, you know, you want help getting your message out and you want that confidence come over to the show notes and, and reach out to me. And I'd love to hear from you and help you with that. 
Oh, beautiful. And I encourage all of you, <laughs> anyone that is here live or anyone listening, please go check out Lee and all of her beautiful messages, because I know it can serve you as you create the life that you want. So thank you again, Lee, for being here. It's been such a delight. Thank you, Amber. Great to be here with you. You are already working hard for your money. Imagine your money working hard for you. Imagine taking control over where your money goes instead of wondering where it went at the end of every month. Imagine the freedom you will have from not worrying constantly about your finances. Imagine enjoying the decisions you make with your money. I know this is possible for you. Head on over to amberpetersoncoachingfinance.now.site where we can work together to make it happen. And if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, please subscribe. That way you will never miss an episode to help you create confidence with your money. Have a beautiful week.